You're listening to Simple Talk, a podcast that dives into God's Word. I'm your host, Jason Cox. Join me and my special guests as we apply biblical knowledge to everyday life. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us for Simple Talk today. We're glad that you can make it and happy Mother's Day to you. I hope that all you mothers are having a great day today. Uh, From the bottom of us sons' hearts, happy Mother's Day. We wouldn't be who we are today without, without you being the mother that you are. That's right. Happy Mother's Day to all. Happy Mother's Day to my mom. Uh, thank you, Mom. I love you. But, uh, yes, thank. Happy Mother's Day to all. You just kicked it up a notch. You, you said, love you, Mom. So, Mom, my mom, if you're watching, I love you more than Mark loves his mom. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I love you, though, and well thanks done. for being an awesome mom and, and putting up with my rotten hide because I was bad, man. I was bad, bad. Uh, but I'm not anymore. I'm not so bad anymore. Mom, I think we know the truth. So. <laughs> We're good. Uh, our scripture today comes from the, uh, the book of John, chapter 13, verses 31 through 35, and it's Jesus Basically, it, what it comes down to is a new command I give you, love one another. And I said in our, uh, in our sermon today, or in Dennis's sermon today, it's, it's such a simple command just to love one another. But as adults, we have such a, a problem with actually living that out daily. Absolutely. It's hard. It's, it's incredibly hard difficult. It is difficult. So today, Mother's Day, um, just to kind of give you a little, uh, a little note for me, you know, my middle daughter is a mom now. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to have to wish my middle daughter happy Mother's Day. How yeah. weird is that? You know, it's weird having adult kids. So but anyway, yeah. So love one another. Is there anything that stuck out to you today from Pastor Dennis's last sermon? Uh, man, sorry. <laughs> it no. It takes a moment to yeah. a moment and, of pause over those words. Uh, I know. Dennis's uh, last sermon. Last sermon here, I should say, because he said, I am not retiring. That's I'm going to go out and break these horses and preach at some, you know, uh, horseman's camp. I don't know if he's doing Brown County or Hoosier National, but... Oh yeah, he'll he'll keep preaching. Oh, there, yes, yeah. there, there ain't no doubt about that. Yeah, um, um, yeah. I, <laughs> this has always been a recurring theme of of Dennis's, and he brought it up again, and it's um, it's just so true that, and it's relevant for each of us in our everyday lives. It's certainly relevant to. Uh, certainly relevant to uh, what our church uh, is is going to experience soon, and that is and that is change. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dennis kind of warned us: be careful not to be a complainer. Yeah, don't be critical. And he he reminds us of that uh, so very much um, through through his sermons, and I'm so grateful yeah. for that because it is a true reminder. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he talked about also taking a look in the mirror. Um, you know, we can do all this work uh, inside the church, and and we can uh, 
we can try to be a disciple and love others. But if we're struggling with being a disciple or loving others, mm-hmm. then it's time to take a look on the outside. Yeah. And it's, or excuse inside. me, the yeah. inside, excuse yeah. me. I know where you were going. Appreciate that. Yeah. 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 Um, but, <laughs> and, it, and it's so true. If we're having trouble uh, or if we find ourselves complaining about this yeah. and that and just doing it constantly, then you know what? <laughs> but, Take a gander in the mirror. But what you said, man, is that's totally what we do in reality. In theory, we should be introspective and look on the inside, right? Yeah. But if we find that something's wrong around us, we do look on the outside like it's your fault that I feel the way that I do. Yeah. Did you see what I did there, by the way? I I know. It was like some kind of Freudian something. (laughs) I mean, that was totally cool, whatever you did. but, But that's what we do. I'm sad. I'm depressed. My life is horrible, and it's your fault. Yeah. When in reality... If we would just look to the inside of us, we'd realize that every day we have a choice to make whether we're going to have a bad day or a good day. I don't care what your surroundings are at this point. Over the past month, I have gone through so much funk. At this point, I can say 100% my life is what I choose for it to be that day. And I choose to worship God, give him all my love, and take joy in the fact that, that Christ is my Lord and Savior. Amen? Amen to Be- that. Because it doesn't matter what's going on in my personal life. As long as I know that God's got my back, I can make it through whatever it is. Absolutely. You know, whatever it is. Absolutely. And, and that's a big statement. For you out there that are struggling with stuff and have gone through that same funk, you know what I'm talking about. It's easy to get swallowed up in that, that depression and everything's going on, but... Look, my God is bigger than than my storm, whatever Absolutely. it is. Whatever it is. And we put it into practice. It might not feel like it, but fake it till you make it. And I know that I say that a lot on this show, but you fake it till you make it. And eventually you figure out how to how to live past and live through those difficult times. Yeah, yeah. I know um last weekend in, in youth we were trying to encourage uh that that crew to Maybe try to pick up a devotional every day or creating a text string or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I'm diligent and every day reading a devotional or a story on, on mm-hmm. and find a platform that works for you, right? But when I do that, mm-hmm. my days are truly different. They are. When I don't, mm-hmm. my days are truly different. Yeah. In the wrong direction. Yeah. And then, you know, being able to build up a build up a string of consecutive days, mm-hmm. and then when I fall, and I do, sure, I can look back on that stretch and say, you know what, this portion piece, the stretch of days mm-hmm. where I was intentional, mm-hmm. they were truly different, and they were better days. That's kind of something that we, I'm, man, I. I've been talking to a bunch of people here lately. Traditional church versus contemporary church and what the differences are. And what I've come to find, and this by no means holds true for all churches, but the traditional church, they they live very... Um, I'm trying to think of the right word to put here. Because, see, if you say the wrong word, then people judge you and they're like... Argh! They they live purposeful lives. 
the traditional church, when you look at the people in there, yes, for the most part, they're older than the contemporary church. But the traditional church has formed their lives in such a way that, that they live out their Christian walk daily, week by week by week. They're very intentional about what they do and loving other people. The contemporary churches are more like, I'm going to come in here on Sunday filling me up, Lord, right? I'm going to get filled up with worship, and I want to be able to put my hands up in the air and have some kind of emotional response to God that day, and then throughout the week it kind of wanes. And then I come into church, and it's it's up again. The dynamic of how those two different approaches to worship is, is just kind of interesting in regards to what you're saying, right? I come in yeah. Sunday... If you don't live it out every day, if you don't live out your Christianity on a daily basis, you do start to get swallowed up by the world. You know, true, so. true. Yeah, and I'm I'm totally picking up, totally picking up what you're laying down there. Yeah. Um, and I, I think we both be. I think we would be. Of course, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Be remiss. <laughs> be remiss. That's not what I said. And and no. just. Mm-hmm. Taking a moment to at least acknowledge that maybe it's a generational thing. Absolutely, it is. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So when you look at that generation, mm-hmm. um, it is simply fantastic to spend time with those people and mm-hmm. hear what they did, you know, that week yeah. in, in church or in worship or whatever. But then, of course, it would be. Um, We'd be remiss if we didn't at least acknowledge that uh, technology, um, work, and all of those, say, mm-hmm. for our de- generation, yeah. is totally different. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not trying to make Just excuses different. because we do need to be we do need to be more intentional. Yeah. But when you think about all those external forces mm-hmm. and how now they're exponentially oh, yeah. by you bet. these things, yeah, then sure. we have to be more intentional yeah. or more traditional yeah. using using your analogy or yeah. Freudy thingy that you may or may what not I have did planned there. Then, yeah. 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 And there's something to be said for that traditional style of worship. And don't get me wrong. God can reach you through contemporary worship, and by all means, contemporary people are very, um, very devout in their faith. Uh, I think that it, there's just something to be said for, for instance, right? Contemporary, I'm probably going to get on my Bible app if I want to read the Bible. I'm not going to get in this book, right? Yeah. But there's something to be said for opening up. A, a book copy of the Bible, getting into the Word, knowing where the books are in order, yeah. and and being able to look at the context around whatever scripture I'm looking at. Right. With this, it's going to give me just the scripture, and it's super easy and super fast. But there's 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 like this big push right now. I've talked to some of my seminary uh, students that I'm in school with, and there's this push to get back to the traditions. And and get back to using the icons in church and getting back to understanding why the stained glass is in the church and all this stuff. Um, and I think that it's because people are looking for something deeper. Yeah. 
Yeah. As Christians, we're part of this this huge, tra- rich tradition that dates back thousands of years. It's not just us in Mooresville First United Methodist Church. It's it's us yeah. and those great cloud of witnesses that came before us, and and all the tradition and history that we've got that we miss out on a lot. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, something that Dennis said, and you've alluded to it as well. God changes us from the inside out, and mm-hmm. I think that that's something that that we miss a lot of times as Christians. For sure. Um, he does change us from the inside out, but we have to be willing to say, "I'm, I'm the one that's wrong." Yeah, I'm the one at fault. Right. I'm the one that needs to change. If if Mark is driving in front of me and he cuts me off in traffic and I go off the hook, it's not Mark that needs to change his driving. He might be trying to rush his wife to the hospital because they're having a baby. He may be trying to rush to the hospital because his kid has gotten a wreck and he's in the hospital. I'm the one that needs to change. My reaction's wrong. I don't know what my brother's going through. I got to love him. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's it's us that need to change. <laughs> Reaction versus a response. Professor Mark Schlomer. Talk more? Yeah. Talk more? Yeah. Reaction versus response. Yeah, I, I it's like a reaction. It. It sounds really deep, and I'm down. Well, I learned it. I don't know if you ever knew this or not, but mm-hmm. I was a Navy SEAL. No, totally. <laughs> you look I, like you could be. Like I would totally buy that. Yeah, no, there, there's just no way. No, I, I heard, I um, was given the privilege of hearing um, a Navy SEAL speak at a convention that I oh, went to one okay. year, hmm. and he talked about the rigors of their training. And just being repetition day after day. And as I literally, as I'm talking about this, the same holds true for us being intentional in the word and being intentional every day in the car. But the difference between if, if those guys react Mm -hmm. to what's going on around them, they'll end up dead Hmm. due to their training. If they respond, Oh, I see. They could be okay. Huh. And he boiled it down to simple Interesting. math. You know what the difference between a re- reaction and a response is? What? One what? breath. Think about it. Hmm. You're in a tense situation, yeah. and you just want to, you know, give a one-fingered salute, or you want to say, you know, the tongue can be a salute. Oh, yeah, it's a double-edged sword, sword sure. right? Yeah. Think about it. Taking a quick breath, just, just in that, that split fact. second. Allows you to center yourself, okay, and and maybe, maybe just view that circumstance differently. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. How many times have we just spouted off and said something before we thought, hey, maybe his kid's in the hospital, maybe his wife's pregnant and he's rushing? Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, <sighs> try it. Huh? Out. Try it out sometime. This guy, I'm glad. This is why I have Mark on the show. Okay. <laughs> Full of these, these wisdom. That's wisdom. Isms. 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 <laughs> Schlomerisms. <laughs> no, that was, that's good though, and it definitely holds true. It, it, yeah, I'm telling you, it holds true. Hmm. It Try could it save out. your job someday. <laughs> yes, it could. Right. Yes, it could. And you know, at the end of the day, people know that we're Christians by the love that we show one another. If we look like the rest of the world, why would anybody in their right mind give you the time of day to tell them about this Jesus who hasn't made one bit of difference in your life? However, 
if they see you living your life different and you act different than the rest of their friends or the rest of the world around them, then they might just give you a second to tell you, tell them, have you tell them about this Jesus that you follow because you look different, you act different, yeah. you love different. You know, in a world that we're just completely enthralled and swallowed up with sex, it's nice when somebody just comes up and loves you wholesome in a yep. wholesome way. Absolutely. And loves you different. You Absolutely. Know? Not because of how you look, not because of how you, um, you know, not for what you can do for them, but just loves you because Jesus says to love one another. Yeah. yeah. It's as simple as that. And he, he, he finished, his, finished off his last sermon at this church with just a great story that um, certainly heard before, but it was just great to hear it again. And that is um, what Jesus did in his last breath for us uh, as he was being crucified. But um, there were two others that got, <clears throat> that were crucified with him that day. And, mm-hmm. One of them was, you know, just, he was mad. Yeah, he's, he was, he's angry. He was angry mm-hmm. and asked him to fix him, you know, right then and there if, in fact, Jesus was the the, the Savior. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, safe to say, he died angry. Yeah. The yeah. other guy um, asked, you know, what is, um, paraphrasing, what is it that, he needs to do. Yeah. You and remember me. What's that? Well, you remember me. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry about that. No. I didn't write all the details. Yeah, no, no. It, but he he said, Jesus looked at him and said, today you will be with me in paradise. paradise. I mean, in that yeah. instant. That instant. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's kind of the big, like, what do I have to do to go to heaven? Do I have to get baptized first? Do I have to repent first? Do I take the Lord's Supper to get into heaven? Like, what do, what do I do to get into heaven? Yeah. You think about that man that was standing or or pinned to that cross beside Jesus. He didn't say that you have to go take Eucharist first. He didn't say you got to be baptized first. He He knew from that man's heart that he was repentant because he said, this Christ, this Jesus, he doesn't deserve to be on the cross. We did what we did, and we deserve to be up here. But Jesus does not deserve to be up here. And and Jesus knew his heart. And I think at the end of the day, that's exactly what Dennis is trying to get across. Jesus knows our heart. Yep, absolutely. It's not about the outward sign. The outward sign is just proof of the inward work that's already taken place. Yeah. You know, yeah. all you got to do is invite Jesus into your heart. That's right. Love one another. That's right. Did you know Pam's here today? Did hmm? you get to meet her? Our top fam. Top fan Pam. Top fan Pam. She's here today. Say that five times. <laughs> I know. I just, yeah. I did not know that. She's out there. I think she's, I'm not, are you Are you still here, Pam? I'm not sure if she's still here or not. If she is, you'll get to meet her. Um, it's awesome when our Facebook fans come to church and we get to hang out with them. And, yeah. Yeah. It's good For times. Sure. No, that'll be cool. Yeah. Look forward to it. Got anything else for us today, Mark? I think that we would be remiss if we didn't offer uh, some thanks to and best wishes to Dennis. Yeah, Yeah. um, if you're in the area from 1 to 3 today, Sunday, 
we're having uh, his retirement here at the church. So stop by yes. if you're in the area. But uh, Dennis, from the bottom of my heart, um, thank you for your ministry and your works at this church. Mm-hmm. Um, you, um, you have impacted my life, uh, and you need to know that. And, uh, and I wish you, you and uh, all the best uh, in your retirement. And, um, and uh, Tammy, you have my prayers as well now that Dennis is going to be home. <laughs> She's going to need them. <laughs> she is. She is. You know, thank you, Dennis, for all you did for this church. Yeah. Dennis has been my mentor, my friend. Um, he's taught me a lot since I've been here. And it, Dennis is one of those guys that it's you learn the most when you just watch, when you just be quiet and just watch. You know what I mean? But he's been an inspiration. He's been an awesome pastor, and I would say one of the kindest and most gentle, sweethearted men that that I've met. Amen to that. Pretty amazing guy. Yeah, he is. And he will be missed, but more than being missed, he will absolutely be remembered. Oh, my gosh. You know, that's kind of one of those things, not that he's passing away by any means, but one of my things is I, I don't. I don't want to be missed when I die because I want people to know that I am absolutely going to heaven. I want to be remembered. Mm-hmm. And and you got to have a personality and character like Dennis if you plan on being remembered True. in this life. So, well yeah. said. So thank you, Dennis, from the bottom of both of our hearts. You've been an awesome inspiration to both of us, and you've changed our lives. So pretty amazing guy. Yeah, thank you. All right, folks. Uh, yeah. That's it for Simple Talk this week, unless you have something else to add. Have a great week, everybody. Have a great week. Make sure to love people, even if they don't deserve it. Did you deserve it when God loved you first? (laughs) Me neither. So love those around you. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye.